welcome back to the Dead Red Herring Podcast. Yeah. Your place for weird segues, insane ramblings, and moral panic! Morals, damn it. We need moral. <laughs> More morals. More morals. We're going to have so much moral that we're going to... Something, something moral death. Yeah. Double morale. <laughs> it doesn't really work in English, does it? What is it in English? S- double standards. Double standards. Okay. We're going to have standards here. We're going to have so much standards, we're going to have double standards. Yes. <laughs> there, I got it. Because in Swedish, we have the expression of double moral, which is when you can have a- opposing moral viewpoints. Bas- basically hypocrisy. Yeah, it is. So y- you have one moral that says it's okay to kill people, while you have one moral that's saying it's not okay to pe- kill people. Uh, it's like have- having a dichotomy of morals at the same time. Yeah. And, of course, in, <clears throat> in the area of hypocrisy, it is that it's okay when we do it sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, because we are the moralic superpower of yeah. the world. Haven't you guys figured that one out yet? Yeah. We're here to save you. It's not okay to use violence unless you're punching Nazis. That kind of yeah. thing. That is actually how we <laughs> reason here. That is actually more or less the, the common practice of all Western lefty people. Western leftern. <laughs> Western <laughs> leftards. <clears throat> leftards. Western leftards. That's also we have the Swedish version of Vänsterbliven, <laughs> which is more or less leftard. I never heard of Vänsterbliven. Never. Never. Really. <laughs> it's actually a fun one. No because, one. because if we take the derogatory term of retard mm-hmm. and uh, translating to Swedish is going to be efterbliven mm-hmm. and then you have left, vänster mm-hmm. or lefty, it's also vänster mm-hmm. and then you combine it and you get lefthard and or vänsterbliven <laughs> so yeah and now you know lefthard and libtard <laughs> yeah <coughs> And speaking of libtards, <laughs> what do they love to pronounce and proclaim everywhere? Well, morality. See? See? We managed to figure that one out. Yes. So I think this is actually another dead horse in the stable. Well, it's not, it's not dead yet, but we're getting, <laughs> we're getting <laughs> we're there. We're getting there, but we've uh, had a couple of, of interesting stories yeah. in the past week. So uh, this episode is going to be more of the semi-serious type where we just spew... We're going to rant a bit. Yeah. Spigalla. Spigalla. As it's so elegantly called. Throw up bile. Yeah. Bile puking. Bile puking. That's the best stuff. And uh, let's start it out with something that's really out there. (laughs) An article written... Well, it's not written by the guy, but but an article talking about a, another article written by a guy called something Forest. Uh, for first, he had a weird name. So it, it's a double surname and Forest. Anyways, yeah, he was <clears throat> talking about how the Lion King, both the new CGI version and the old classic mm-hmm. animated version, is a uh, a story of fascism. How Pride Rock is a Trump Tower in Africa. <laughs> How uh, the hygienas are uh, a uh, sort of representation of, of uh, minorities. Uh, and how Scar is a uh, champion for the minorities. 
and that Mufasa is actually a fascistic monarch trying to put everyone down that doesn't follow his re- regime and stuff like that. Well, I... Um, how do you say? I do appreciate your interpretation of it, but uh, holy fuck nugget, you're wrong. <laughs> I want to say to this guy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, sure. I- I'm not going to say that you can't have uh, some sort of moral representation within stories like this. I mean, yeah. The Lion King is a... It's a version of Hamlet. Yes. Which in itself is sort of a uh, story of moral, you could say. It's a tragedy, but there is some some moral teachings in it, like don't be a cunt. (laughs) Don't backstab your brother to lay with his wife and take over his kingdom. God, that happens too often. (laughs) Happens once too often. Yeah, it's, it's like it's happening all the time. But also, I mean, there are certain things when it comes to monarchies that I think, especially Americans, don't really understand. Because no, I mean, they see this autocracy. Yeah, they, they one see, ruler exactly. They, they have this sort of viewpoint that uh, that is more of a. I'm going to say a modern sort of myth that Mm -hmm. the monarch is the absolute ruler and there's nothing ever to put him down. The king is basically a dictator. Yeah. It's not completely wrong, but it's not really right as well. Uh, And for example, there is the idea that the king has, uh, his power is granted by the divine. Yeah. That he's... His power comes from God himself. Yes. But that also brings on certain responsibilities upon the king. Like, for example, people are expecting to have a good harvest. And there has been several occasions within Swedish history where the king has been deposed of because of bad harvests. When things go to shit, people say that this this is the king's fault and then tells the king to fuck off. (laughs) In uh, not a so quite subtle way. Nah, exactly. So, I mean, there's a reason why there's rebellion. Yeah. Now, sure, the ruler will, usually at least, uh, fight, back. fight back with an iron fist. Yep. But that only works so far as he has sort of loyalty by his troops. Yeah. And if it, the, the situation is really bad, he, he's not going to have that. Hmm. I mean, the the Hollywood version of the evil monarch doesn't really hold up to uh, reality. No, no, not really. And often these rulers have the kingdom's best in mind, because if they don't have the <clears throat> kingdom's best in mind, they're mm. going to have a shit kingdom, and then they're not going to be much... They're not going to be king over much anymore. Exactly. So, and also, usually, it, the real problem isn't always the king. The real problem are the nobles, Mm -hmm. because the nobles are the ones who have the vested interest in keeping their positions, Mm -hmm. and also to be the ones to move up in the chain. Yeah. So, more or less, all the bad things that has come around from monarchies has been a minor combination of the king with the nobles, but mostly, actually, it's just nobles being assholes. Yeah, exactly. The nobles and the church have a a huge finger in that also. 
So to bring it back to the whole Lion King thing is that to say that Mufasa is a fascist, that is really <laughs> to not really understand what the Lion King is all about. It's both ignorant and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> wrong. But then again, the, the person here has already said that he's looking at it through a lens of intersectionality and social justice and everything like that. And then you're going to stumble upon the <clears throat> your <laughs> stumble upon your logic. Yeah, time, time because again. that that is to say that I remove all thing logical and uh, take my feelings into this and interpret it through a uh, fantasy realm. Mm, like you weren't de- delusional already. Yeah. So, so I mean, if we're going to get to the the bottom of this, the Lion King has its moral imbalance. Yeah. It's all about that the reason you can have a good land for everyone is to keep a balance. Everything has a place in the great circle of life. Exactly. And the reason why the hygienists, as you said earlier, mm-hmm. that the hygienists live in this desolate wasteland is because they overconsume. They, they do not take balance into account. They are scavenging. They can Exactly. They cannot... Contain this balance. Yes. And then when Scar takes power by help of the hygienists, yep. he doesn't take what's best for his land into account. He's the greedy person who only cares about power. And thus, it goes into a wasteland because he doesn't respect the circle of life. Yep. I, I just find it kind of amusing because this guy, like you said, he takes this hyenas, he, he makes them sort of... Uh, these are the mi- minorities, the the uh, <laughs> the colored disabled who lives in this ghetto-like uh, uh, areas, and then Scar liberates them and takes them into this great kingdom, and then <laughs> and it goes <laughs> to shit. What are you trying to say here? Yeah. <laughs> also, the the uh, hygienists were supposed to be some kind of anti-Semitic representation, and I'm like, hang on, <laughs> you what, mate? <laughs> yeah, it's like. If anything, most of the times when the youths are involved, there is some sort of prosperity coming around. Oy vey. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, okay, great fine, businessmen, yeah. doctors, scholars, they say, usually bring prosperity. Say it's what like, you want about them, but they are ambitious. Yes. Yeah, as, as all they, hell. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> to say that, <laughs> to say that it's anti-Semitic, it's like... What have you been smoking? <laughs> How do you equate the hygienists with Jews? What have you been smoking? And I... I don't want... I don't want to know that, actually. Usually it's past that shit, but no. Get that shit away from you me. Keep, you keep that shit. Uh, th- this is what happens when you hit that pipe of social justice too hard. Yep. D- yeah. Delusional. Delusion. <clears throat> it's a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> Into harder social justice. Uh, social justice is a gateway drug to intersectionality. Ah, fuck shit! <laughs> and then you're gonna sit there drooling, brain damaged. Yeah, brain damaged. Brain damaged. Yeah, and also speaking about uh, weird intersectional shit, did you hear about Wizard of the Coast and their hiring policy thing? I haven't heard so much about the latest news. I already heard, but I have been hearing the history behind the hirings of uh, Wizards of the Coast, and uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about that Wizard of the Coast thing. It, it ain't good. It ain't good. 
I mean, if it is for the new electronic Magic the Gathering game, mm-hmm. which, to be honest, I didn't know there actually was another. I, I heard that there's one, but I never played it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that into Magic the Gathering. So when I hear this, uh, that there's supposed to be another, and I'm like, do we really need another mm-hmm. card? Game? Nah, not not an e card game. No, not really. No. <laughs> it's like artifact. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just love that reveal. But anyway, so if you have any interest in working with that sort of thing, if you are white, <laughs> oh no, cis and man, you need not apply. How apparently. dare you? Because you know, merit and know-how, experience, and stuff like that, I no, nah. that, that's fascist. Yeah, that would... What? <laughs> huh? Yeah, so only people of color, and especially if you're a transgender, lesbian, able-bodied thing, then you're like the perfect hire. Can they really afford to be this picky? I think they can, because most... This is a real criticism against the the nerddom with, within tabletop gaming. Yeah. A lot of these people are well-meaning, good-hearted people, mm-hmm. but not very critical thinking. No, that's the, <laughs> that's the problem. Especially, I, I'm taking these, this example from the Swedish role-playing community. Yep. There are a lot of good people. Uh, but a lot of them are expressing themselves, at least, as, as if they are left-hearts. And to be honest, a lot of these people are on the left. Yeah. And I mean, they are well-meaning. They, they want to make the world a better place. Yeah. But... <sighs> The road to hell is paved with good intentions. That it is, that it is. So, I, I'm not proclaiming in any way, shape, or form that the conservative way is the way to go. But it, the way that the left has evolved, and I'm not just talking, I'm actually talking more of a European yeah, perspective. Yeah. Because <laughs> the American way, that, that's like a whole different story. Yeah. But because the European left is, I mean, if the Americans see their Democrats, their left side as being ultra-radical socialists. Yeah. Then we have full-blown uh, communism and even worse here mm-hmm. in the way our left side works. But at the same time, it's just stupid to try to compare the two, really. Because yeah. in the end, they do want the same thing. They only have different ways to go about it. Yeah. But when it comes to this, the nerd culture of today, and it's not only in role-playing games, it's actually within all sort of, it's TV, movie, gaming, music, everything. Nerd culture. Yeah. In, you you know. have this sort of progressive ideas having a stranglehold. Yeah. Because most people that are within the nerd community have at some point or another been part of, you know, the the bullied group, the outcast, social 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Weird figures. I mean, so there, there's a, I can understand where a lot of them are coming from. Yeah. I can understand that they group together and find their community and, and take hold of these left side ideas mm. because they are creating their own sort of collective. Yeah. You could say. So of course, when someone's been hurt, they don't want to go through that again. No. And no, if they get not. the idea that if we can make this sort of, well, socialist utopia, then everything's going to be good. Then of course they're going to grab onto that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what they're promising. Yeah. And especially now with intersectionality and everything, I mean, social justice, the the bad kind, yeah, it has really started to ruin a lot of the good things within nerd community. Yeah, because it, from my experience, when I was a teen and got into it, there was place, there was availability for the weird people to have a space mm. Th- there there was acceptance it doesn't it didn't matter what you were or how you felt about things as long as you weren't a dick it wasn't a problem <laughs> i mean yeah. most people that were intolerable dicks weren't welcome either way yeah, exactly. now sure there are a lot of interesting fellows within their community because you know autism and shit <laughs> yep and you learn to deal with these people. And most of the time, it's not that they want to be dicks. It's just that they don't know any better. Mm. I mean, Asperger's and, and autism and stuff like that, it's it's a bitch. Yep. So you need to just know how to deal with that. Mm. And then, <laughs> I mean, it, you don't even need to have any sort of diagnose or anything just to be... Uh, Socially inept. Yeah. And exactly. usually when it comes to nerds, for a long time it was that they were socially inert or, or uh, not very... Socially awkward. Yeah, because they, they never were part of the in-group. Yeah, they, exactly. they didn't learn this thing. I've met a couple of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're good people. It's just that they haven't really... Learn the whole thing with social codes. Hmm. And is. that's what you teach them. You show <laughs> them that, okay, maybe you shouldn't be uh, drooling in, in someone's ear. That is usually considered... That's a no-no. <laughs> yeah, that, that's considered rude. You actually talk to them. You take a shower. <laughs> and now and then, you, you know, behave like regular fucking people. Like a normal human being. Yeah. So... And that is also what makes me really sad, because nowadays I feel that the nerd community has gone from being the refugee uh, or or place of refuge for those outside of the in-groups to become another sort of in-group. To be accepted here, you need to accept these political standards. Yeah, these these people who are... Who have been outcasts for such a big time have finally come into their own group, but now they're starting to exclude yeah. other people. Just exactly. like they were excluded mm-hmm. in some cases. And I mean, I can see that certain people don't fit into certain groups. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
it might might be a a real bitch when it happens. Yeah. To not be able to be part of a group that you wish to be part of. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't you can't make people like your company. No. You you can't make people be accepting just like that. Sometimes a square doesn't fit into a triangle hole, no matter how hard you pound it with a hammer. Exactly. The only thing you'll end up doing is ruining the triangle. <laughs> ruining the triangle uh, <laughs> and the square in the end. Yeah. Gonna ruin everything. Yeah. So, especially when it comes to this, with the tabletop role-playing gaming, mm. what uh, Pathfinder did. Yeah. We've talked about it before, but y- just to recap, they went in and s- and uh, set up more or less rules of conduct for role-playing games. Yeah. That you, you, you shouldn't play, for example, a racist character because someone might take offense. Yeah. And at that point, I think that they need to lay off the pipe. They need yeah. to take a step back and face reality that s- separate groups will play their games different ways. And you cannot dictate the way a game should be played. Well, that's what they think. It's basically this uh, collective uh, mindset yeah. that they think that uh, role players are this group and it contains these people. And that they, they don't have the mental capacity to think individually. No, th- that is actually true. They, they can't see individualism. Mm. And also, they it seems at least that they don't understand the differences between fantasy and reality yeah <laughs> because in, for example we have the whole extra credit thing yeah with that if you end up be playing a nazi in a game then you are a nazi yeah because you're normalizing that exactly and, and this is the same thing same thing that if you play a character that might be a racist let's say that you play a dwarf that hates elves Damn you. Yeah. <laughs> or you play an elf that hates dwarves. You play a, a, a human that hates orcs. Yeah. Or you play a halfling that hates everyone else. You play a halfling that hates black people. Um, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but, but you see where I'm going with this. Yeah. Uh, to these people, this equates that you as a player have these beliefs. Yeah. Because that, why else would you play it? Exactly. To them, you playing a character with these um, issues, yeah, tropes, tropes or, or standards, yeah, equates to you, a real person, having these ideas, mm. either out in the open or subconsciously. Yeah. Hmm. Aristotle said that the uh, uh, what's the quote? Aristotle was a bugger with a bottle. <laughs> I, I like Aristotle. Yeah. He was a good guy. Good guy, Aristotle. Emmanuel <laughs> 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 eh, Camp was a big pissant who's very rarely stable. I dig it, I dig it, was a boosie, begging who'd think you under the table. Aristotle said that it's the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. Yeah. And to be honest, that is part of why I like role-playing games. Yeah. That makes it... It it enables me to have a character, a mm-hmm. person, a mind... Yeah. ...with certain ideas mm-hmm. that I might not share myself, but I might want to explore. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, just to have a better insight or, or see what it would be like to... Let's say 
I, I want to play a character that is a homicidal maniac. Yeah. Now, I do not really uh, condone such actions. <laughs> I, I am not a homicidal maniac. <laughs> I'm not a violent man. Exactly. But in, in the line of thinking and reasoning that these people have, mm-hmm. that would make me a homicidal maniac. Yeah. Because I play that sort of character. Yeah, of course, because you, if you really if you think that thought, then it will come to yeah, pass. You exactly. think, therefore, you am. In this case, I you know. Are. <laughs> <laughs> therefore, you are. Yeah. In uh... in this case, so by associates association of thought, you are the thing you entertain with your mind, mm. according to these people. Yeah. So, yeah. It just goes to say that these are not educated minds. No, exactly. <laughs> Far from. These are minds high on their own ide- ideological fumes. Parts. Yeah. And they're high on social justice. Now that's why I left uni. <laughs> yeah. That is why I left university. Because I couldn't stand these people. <laughs> and I made it clear I did not share their beliefs, so uh, guess who was the piranha? <laughs> Oopsie! Yep. Oh, I remember the time where I said that. I think I'm an anti-feminist. Ooh, the looks I got. <laughs> Holy crap. Can hear the rumblings. Yeah. <laughs> because that was like... To, to swear in church. <laughs> You could hear the record scratch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it was interesting. Because, I mean, these people equate being anti-feminist to being... Uh, Satan. Yeah, to be against women's rights and equality and everything like that. And I'm saying that, no, I believe in the, the principles of egalitarianism. Mm. I'm, a, I'm an egalitarian person. Mm. However, I do not believe in the modern kind of feminism that proclaims that women have always been oppressed and that men should submit to women and uh, hold them high like yeah. gods. Yeah, more or less. Like Allah. <laughs> Haram! Submit yourself. Yeah, submit yourself to the power of feminism. Yeah. Oh, I guess we went there. <laughs> oh shit, we were... <laughs> We went to the, the piano, yeah. stepped around a bit. Yeah. Oh, Ta- that's a nice blue cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> would be a shame if someone were to shit it. Would it be, <laughs> would be a shame to go all San Francisco on that. Skitit i det blå klaveret. Trampat i skiten i det blå klaveret. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, if you have been Swedish, this would be funny. Yes. This would be your homework for tonight. <laughs> Okay, so let's actually explain this idiom, maybe? No, it's our homework. About, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, fine. Well, yep. yes. There will be a hearing on the next episode. There will be a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, L- there is this expression in Swedish, skita i det blå skåpet, to, to sh- take a dump in the blue cupboard. Yeah. And the, it more or less means that now, now you've gone and done it. <laughs> now you fucked up! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, and then you have the, there's the, also the expression trampa i klaveret exactly which is step in in the piano yeah in word word to word translation which mm. basically is um, 
when well, you said something really stupid. Well, or, it basically, or... you said something stupid, but rather to just stop right there, you just keep on stepping well, in it that. It doesn't really have to be that you said something stupid, but you could have said something controversial yeah. or, or said something you're not supposed to say. But but the main principle is you keep on doing it. Yeah. And you, some people just sitting there, oh my god, just he just steps into that grand piano. Oh, just, fuck, no. Han bara trampar i klaveret. So it's just to to say something you're not really meant to say. Mm. That that is the gist. That's the yeah. morality of the saying. Yeah, basically. But the difference is in the blue cupboard, you just oh shit, you went you went and did it. Yeah. And with the piano, oh god, he keeps on doing it. Well, actually, with the cupboard, it, it's not only about saying stuff. It's also about action. It's like yeah. What? Well, let's you, just you, say it you're is gonna a nice... mow the lawn, but instead of doing it with a lawnmower you just like take gas pour it on on the lawn and put fire to it yeah it's like when you say or do something stupid or or really uh what's the word moronic moron stupid moronic uh not in conventional way Mm. and it goes south (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you, an action that leads to disaster, yeah. more or less. That yeah. that is actually the gist of it. Yeah. Quit the debloskopet. Yeah. Now remember that. Remember that, kids. So, so kid, now kids. When I said trampa i skiten i det blå klaveret. I det blå klaveret. That means you really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you really, really, really fucked up, and you keep doing it again. Yeah. You know, like our podcast. Yeah. That's what we do here. Skit och det blå skåpet. Trampar i klaveret. Ja. So now you know that. Yeah. Um, Maybe someday we will make an entire episode just speaking Swedish. It will be hell for the uh, English. Yeah, English it, it will. Actually, we should have small segments where we just do that. Yeah. Yes, because we can. <laughs> But would that be exclusionary? Or would it be uh, celebrated because... Technically, it would mean that we're a minority. Yeah, know? we take pride in our culture. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. Abort, no, no, no. abort, abort. <laughs> you know, yeah. it all started with a joke. Starts with a joke, man. Then you got over to heavier stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it starts out with a little joke. You know, joke about your girlfriend. They get into the heavier stuff. Start about talking about racism. And before you know it, you're sitting there with a leather jacket, hailing. Just wishing for genocide. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Now that is something we should record. (laughs) Oh, we have a skit in the making. Yep. (laughs) Social information about (laughs) every drug that is humor. Oh, speaking of. Uh, the gateway drug that is humor. Actually, uh, n- not really the same thing here, but there was a comedy uh, group called Varon TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the 90s. Really awesome thing. Um, and they actually had a uh, public service announcement video sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Do not play and drink. By the Leksakerhetsverket. Uh, <laughs> like, the the uh, office of uh, 
play safety. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure there's an equivalent in uh, English-speaking countries, but we have a game called Dunkjömme, <laughs> which is sort of a combination of go hide and seek and tag. So, and it's like you have one person that that counts. Everyone yep. goes goes to hide. Yep. But there's a specific place that if one of the people hiding gets there and say uh, "dunk dunk" or or whatever phrase it yeah. is, depending on where you are, that person is safe. So the objective of the game is to, uh, for the one who counts, to find everyone and be the first to get back to this certain spot and say, Dunk, you're out. Yeah. So tag them before they can save themselves. Exactly. So it's like, like you said, go hide and seek, but it has the thrill of... Uh, of tag. Yes. You gotta <laughs> run, but quietly. Yeah, exactly. It's quite fun, actually. <laughs> it's really fun. And here's a twist. The last person on the field can make a dunk to save everyone. Yeah. That's a real fun thing. That is fun. Uh, but in this public service announcement that the, this comedy group did, they involved alcohol. <laughs> and it's the whole thing of it all was like one of these traffic commercials. No, not commercial, but public service announcement. Don't, don't drink and drive. Yeah. So they, you have this one guy, he, he takes a beer and he drinks it. And then he just goes running because he's going to make a dunk. And the guy <laughs> that is supposed to tag them, he turns around and is like, No! <laughs> when you have the crash scene. <laughs> Don't drink and tag. It, it kills or whatever. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, this, this is from the time when there actually was real humor in Sweden. Yeah. Good times, good times. Those good old days. Yeah. <sighs> it's the same people that made a skit about uh, Arbetsförmedlingen. <laughs> Uh, we, our, the unemployment uh, office. Yeah, the here. unemployment office. Arbetsförmedling is called here. Yep. And uh, they, they made this thing that if you were a young person, just uh, got out of school or something, and you thought, no, fuck this, you could actually go to the unemployment center, grab a, uh, uh, what's it called, pamphlet? Yep. No, uh, blanket. Um, yeah. Um. Uh, you, you could grab a paper and sign yourself to... Uh, Quarantine. <laughs> oh, dear. Either for three, six, or 12 months. <laughs> so just go to your unemployment office, grab the paper named To Hell With It. Och helvete, mela skiten. And you have this happy music and everything. It's awesome. Nu kan du sätta dig själv i karantän. Du kan välja med tre, sex, och tolv månader. I need to find these clips and show you guys. Why doesn't it have? Why does it have these these blank pamphlets on? Uh, yeah, you should have these blank these papers now. Why can't they help me get into quarantine on the unemployment <laughs> office? I don't think you want to be in quarantine. It, it looked kind of dreadful. <laughs> But at least they wouldn't be breathing me in the neck like they do now. Yeah. Also, there was another public service announcement that if you have anger issues, <laughs> now there would be a fine for a, a lot of different stuff, including masturbation. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh no. <laughs> and the best part is that the video for the this public service announcement is a guy he, he's making a sandwich and he he, he drops the butter knife <laughs> and he just goes mad and you see his head going all red because he's so goddamn mad and remember that now there's a fine for these different things and uh, it's three things and one of them is and masturbation. So it's like <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> I mean, th- this was good satire. Yeah. This was real satire. Not yeah. not the kind of weird thing that, oh, uh, there was this really weird sort of meme going around with, with pantsless Spider-Man. Mm. Oh, I'm living in a, a liberal society. I don't need to wear pants. And someone says, oh, I don't need uh, medical help or whatever it is. It's like, the left can't meme. No, they they really can. It's like it totally missed the point. There was there was no it's spin pun- to it. It's a punchline, really. No, no punchline at all. It was like just like stupid. Yeah, it's misrepresenting ideas without any any real punchline. Yeah, there was no hidden truth in it. It's like it's not a joke. It's a bad imitation. Yeah, and that I find that really interesting. That our uh, state TV. Yeah. Or public service channels here. Yes, television. Well, regime TV. Yeah, regime TV. They make satire. Which in big fucking quotation marks. Yeah, but think about that one. Regime TV makes satire. Yeah. What is satire? Satire is a mockery of the government, the ruling, and... Yeah. Of something usually those in power. Exactly. So those in power are making mockery of those in power, so it's not really a mockery of those in power. No. Boggles the mind. Yeah, I... Got cancer just thinking about this one. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Cancer. Yeah. Also, don't shoot a gun next to a baby's head because it'll give him cancer. (laughs) Yeah. Courtesy of Joe with Matt. Yeah. Speaking of, I was supposed to talk about something. I don't remember what it was. Gone. Yeah, it's gone, and now he's gonna make lewd art of us. <laughs> there is no stopping this madman. No! <laughs> mad lad! Mad lad! Absolute <laughs> mad lad. Good grief. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Actually, it was something about uh, protective hunting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was actually a, a word. Protective hunting in Swedish. Kvitsjakt. Oh, yeah. Now you know. And now you know. Remember, there will be a quiz for the next episode. <laughs> there will be a pop quiz in the next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. What do you say? Have we beaten this horse to death? Uh, I think there's still some life in it, but let, let's give it a chance to recover so we can beat it even harder. Yeah. Beat it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whip it good. Whip that monkey. Spank that monkey. Spank the monkey. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Thoughts. You guys. Yes, you. You listen. You, you listen. Thought. <laughs> you thought. <laughs> you. Yes, you! <laughs> what are your thoughts about this? Thought. Thought. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Give us your response. Uh... Do you think we're wrong? Do you think we're right? Have you been following what we've been talking about? Or have you just gone all over the fucking place as per usual? Yeah. 
I think we have. So try to pick out what you what you got out of this one. And <laughs> did did you find any good morals in this? Exactly. <laughs> That's what we were supposed to talk about, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. oh shit. Oh, oh well. well, we got something at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, the moral is don't be a dick. It's that simple. Well. Or cunt, whatever you prefer. But remember, there are only two genders. <laughs> Don't be your preferred genital. <laughs> and yes, I, I think we can say don't be an ass because everyone has an ass. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, but basically, don't be a dick, don't be a cunt, don't be an ass, and don't be a boob. What about boobs? I think you can say that. I think that's more of a British expression. Don't be a boob. You boob. Maybe it's just old American also. But I, I have no idea. Yeah, you can search that. that yeah. is basically. Oh, you boob. <laughs> you got a boob, you silly boob. Or your bundle of sticks. <laughs> because, you know, you can't say the other word. Fa- Faggot. <laughs> Faggy. That, that's also why it's so much fun with British people going out for a fag. Yeah. I'm going to smoke a fag. You what? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Oh, where are we going? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. Slick and slut. Put it in. Now we're getting into real uh, no, okay. we better Swedish obscura. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, as per usual, thank you for listening. Hope you had a good time yeah. and enjoying our insane ramblings. Yep. And uh, you can always get in touch with us on Twitter. Yep. The handle is at DRH Podcast. Yep. You can send us an email. It's dead.red.herring at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, you can always stop by Twitch and see uh, us a live stream. Yep. And we have a lot of shenanigans going on on YouTube as well. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, just go to your preferred platform, search Dead Red Herring, and you hopefully should find us. You will find us. You With- will find us, or we will find you. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> exactly. Twirl mustache. <laughs> exactly. And with that, I think we should say, Taco Hey! Live it past Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. Why do you turn your head and cough when they're from your balls? <laughs> <laughs>